Welcome to the Strong Life podcast. I'm actually also recording a podcast and going live in Team Strong Life where I can see comments and treat my team to the first exposure to some of these podcasts that I'm doing. And I think this is a relevant one because the topic today I wanted to address is, and this won't be long, but it's it's how do I know if I've plateaued? So I think a lot of people throw out a, a plateau just I'm in a fat loss journey. Okay. So we're going to use that case right now. So I'm a person I've you've, I'm working with you and you and I both agree that a fat loss goal is appropriate. Cause that is not always the case when people come to me and say they want to lose weight. I'm like, that's really not what we need to do right now. What we need to focus on is building muscle eating, that kind of thing. But for some of you, we're in a fat loss phase and let's just say that you and I both think that's an appropriate place for you to be. So what can happen to people is they get controlled exclusively by the scale and it becomes the only measurement of success in both directions, up or down. So when I look at somebody's progression in their fitness journey. Okay. Like I am looking at many factors. I'm looking at photos, the scale measurements, sleep quality, mood, uh, adherence to the macros and the diet that we've set adherence to your exercise, strength gains, performance goals, all kinds of things. And then some just subjective things that you report, like feeling excited about this, feeling hopeful about the journey, feeling, you know, empowered, feeling like your relationships are improving. So like, there's so many things, but you guys get super stuck on the scale when you have a fat loss goal. And you sort of get to this point where you feel like, and I know this because you say it, like I've done all these things and nothing on the scale. And the scale doesn't owe you a pound because you did a few things right in your life. It doesn't work like that. Weight loss, and let's just call it fat loss, is not linear on the scale for the most part. Now, the more you're willing to adhere and we find that sweet spot and your body is in a good place, you haven't been constantly dieting and trying to restrict, you can have a pretty consistent downward trajectory on the scale. I always say this, Erica Anderson was a really good example of that, um, who now helps me in the app. And many of you know who she is. So she had about 60 pounds to lose. She had been overeating, under moving, all of the things that just the classic case of a, you know, mid forties woman who was like, Many of you come to me and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Well, she knew exactly what she was doing. She had a basically a perfect pound and a half to two pounds uh, weight loss every single week. It just went down. Occasionally it would, you know, nothing would happen or it would be a half a pound. But that's while she had had diets in her past, she didn't just come off another caloric restriction or over-exercising. Those people who kind of come from couch and they're eating like shit and they're not really exercising, if you, if that population can adhere to a diet, start exercising, you can have 
really consistent weight loss. But for those of you who have been like constantly restricting and then binging on the weekends and then overdoing cardio and then taking a week off and then coming back to it and then trying a new diet and going through keto and trying to eat less for years and years and years, your body, if you think about, forget about what you want to see in the mirror, your physical body has been through it. And, and if you're my age and you've been doing that lifestyle, which isn't that uncommon, just kind of trying to find that sweet spot, you, you know what I'm talking about. Your, your body is what's called adaptive. It's, it's become smarter than you. And you, a lot of you will tell me what worked in the past doesn't work now. It was so much easier then. Yes, your body is become incredibly adapted quickly to the shenanigans that you have been <laughs> putting it through, whether it's lack of sleep, excessive alcohol, excessive cardio, inconsistent dieting, overfeeding it, you know, totally screwing with your digestion, um, exercising sometimes, not all the time, all of that. So when I say Erica was, her weight loss was linear, it's because she was sort of sedentary overeating. And, and that's like, I know that sounds crazy, but that's a perfect person for some of you. You come to me and you want to diet immediately, but I have the sense that I need to see you on maintenance. And I need to see that you've learned, you can adhere to your plan. I need to see that you are committed to the process. And I, I need to see that before I'm willing to one, take you on and two, put you right into a deficit, which is where many of you are most comfortable is knowing that you're, you're dieting. Thank God I'm dieting again. You know what I'm saying? But my hope is that you learn that the right approach to this is about eating, lifting weights, eating your protein, feeding yourself well, getting sleep reducing, if not eliminating your alcohol intake and just doing that for the long haul. That is the lifestyle that is going to get you, you know, the best chances of aging well, and even enjoying your life right now. Um, I know some, some of the things that, that I might ask you to consider doing, you're going to have to, you know, if I say uh, two, two alcoholic drinks a week is pretty much been shown to be about the max Oh, how am I supposed to do that, Kendra? It's like, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not having to have those conversations or navigate whatever social situations or the waters. I can't tell you how to do it. I can just tell you what needs to happen and you have to figure out how to change your life to get that. And that's, that's the rub is that I can't do it for you. I can't make it easier. And for some of you, the distance you have to go to get to like, for example, two alcoholic drinks a week feels monumental based on where you are. And for some of you, it's like, oh, that's fine. I'll just tell my husband I'm not, I'm not drinking. I've been there, by the way. I, I went through the whole uh, early COVID wine. You know, I was a classic case of uh, working my corporate job, having a glass of wine to uh, give myself something to calm me at the end of the work day. I, I deserve it. Like it was, I loved it. All the girls nights were about wine. All the friend things were about wine, just wine, wine, wine. And now it's not that way for me at all. I don't drink. I mean, maybe a couple times a year, maybe. And even then I'll, I'll have one in my hand and I'll be like, to me, it's just a waste. It's like, I know too much. So 
those are all the factors that go into somebody progressing. Okay. So when you think about, I have, I'm now engaged in this fat loss journey and I want to get to this certain place. Okay. So each week we expect to see some kind of progress that you've made as you've put all the pieces of what it takes together to be able to reach your goals, right? You're not doing whack-a-mole anywhere where you're like, I got the nutrition, but I keep screwing up my workouts. Ah, I got the workouts, but I can't seem to get the nutrition right. You know, that is, that's very common, but at some point you put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Now, many of you think if I put all the pieces of the puzzle together, it's kind of like I dumped out in our announcements in the app this morning. You're like, why haven't I lost 10 pounds? It's been two weeks. So you need to change your expectations. In fact, I would get rid of your expectations. Just, just get rid of them. The key for you is to hit your targets every single day that we have set for you. Hit those targets. Stop asking somebody else how they did it. Stop you know, looking for a better, faster way, you have your targets based on what you and I have worked on over, for some of you, it's been years and they are there for a reason and they are there to help you. And we can get, I totally relate to this, but we can get sidetracked looking for, you know, maybe there's another way. It's really important that you understand that staying the course is the only way. So let's talk about this plateau, okay? So if you've tracked, I'm somebody, I've come into the app, I've been working with me for, let's say, several months, and you feel like you've just absolutely hit a plateau. Now you might be saying plateau, and in your mind, you're doing everything you need to do to be able to progress and nothing is happening. So that's super frustrating, by the way. I can I can validate that and I can understand that. But that's also if you expect to lose two pounds a week every week for ever, which you're is not gonna happen. Okay. Write that down. It's not gonna happen. That's let's take that off the table. So if you've tracked, if you've hit all your targets and there's no change to any of the, the metrics that I mentioned earlier for three to four weeks, then I might be a little bit concerned. But if you come into the app in one week, you don't lose a pound, that, that this is not caught this is not a plateau and this is not cause for us to panic typically what's going to happen when i go when somebody comes to me with that i will go look and i'm going to tell you what i typically see number one you took time off from your workouts you went on vacation you only got a couple of days in um, you, you, that you kind of were like, I don't know. I just walked this week, things like that. Number two, a lot of the time people haven't tracked their food consistently. So I can't even see what's going on. And please don't, <laughs> please don't tell me that you just eat the same thing. It's all good. No, we don't do that. Things sneak in there. Nobody's that disciplined to eat the same thing every day for weeks on end. There's a reason that things aren't moving. The other thing I see is you may have gone out to dinner and you're like, but I didn't think it was that bad. 
totally understand like what you mean by that. Like maybe you would have had a burger and fries and this time you picked a Caesar salad with chicken and maybe you only had a couple fries. The other thing people say when they feel like they've hit a plateau is that, well, I'm doing so much better than I was before. I feel like I should just like be getting results, which also makes sense, right? Like you were drinking alcohol, now you quit alcohol and nothing is moving. So as Kenny and I have talked about before, now you nothing seems to be changing on the scale and you're not doing something that you enjoy. So you're starting to wonder, what the hell am I doing? So number one, you can't manage what you don't measure, okay? And I'm gonna be real candid. I would say in the last year of the people who have told me that they truly plateaued, maybe one has. All of the other ones, when I look back, it's one of those scenarios that I just described. They had taken time off. They weren't tracking their food. They went out to dinner, didn't think it was that bad. They feel like they were doing better than before. So they should have seen results. If we can't see what you're doing, we can't manage what we don't measure. It's really true. It's like with finances, with, with, I mean, hell with everything. So the number one thing people who think they're in a plateau need to be doing is documenting and going back, look at your week in review. If anything is off, you haven't plateaued. It's really simple. And I guarantee that something is going to be off because I can speak for experience when I say it's hard to keep your shit together for a full week. It's not easy to keep your shit together for a full week. Like seven full days of perfection and adherence. I mean, but you can do it, okay? I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm just saying that. That's just a joke. But a plateau is a it's a plateau is when you've totally adapted to everything and you are on point and after a few weeks there's no change there's no change to your physical body there's no change to a measurement there's no change to sleep strength quality of life scale nothing and that is very very rare for most people it's just that behaviors have snuck back in um, or things that you have adopted, you stop doing. And when you typically, when you stop tracking your food, what's the first thing to go is protein. It just is. You can kind of, I don't know, time can get away from you. You can kind of forget like, did I, did I do that? Did I have a shake? Did I have, you know, that chicken? What, like, if you're not measuring it and tracking it you can't really see why and if this is really important to do to you you will you will do those things and it doesn't matter if you have 100 pounds to lose or 20 pounds this documentation it, ignorance is not bliss when it comes to a fat loss goal especially if you're working with a coach if you're just out there trying to do your own thing cool um but you know, if you want a healthy, strong body where we maintain your lean muscle, we aren't tanking your energy into the ground. We're not screwing up your hormones by starving you. We've given you enough food to be able to be strong and healthy and age well and all of the things that we came here for. Then 
do yourself a favor and provide the information to not just me, but yourself in that app. That should be important to you. So please don't tell me anymore that you just like forget to track or you forget to drink water. You forget like these things have to be important and they are part of this whole process. They're a huge part of the, they are the process, but eventually they won't feel so much like they are a thing you're doing every day. You'll be able to just, this will be a non-event and you go live your life and you, you, you don't have to think about this much more, but while you're learning and you're trying to get what you want is, which is out of debt, right? Like we have to pay these dues to be able to get that fat loss goal. It's, it's work. And that's why most people never get there because it's just, it's too frustrating. And because your own behavior creates your perception of a plateau. And then why the hell would you keep doing this if you're not getting results? Because it feels like you're sacrificing a whole lot. So let me give you an idea of what I would do for somebody who actually is in a plateau, okay? If you're somebody and that's clicking with you, the data is there for you if you're tracking. So you, you don't need to guess. You don't need to be like, I think I did. You can see I've tracked my water, my exercise, my supplementation, and my food. It's all right there in the app and we can both see it, okay? So if you're struggling with adherence, just that's your goal, okay? I would, I would take the fact that you've plateaued off the table and your goal right now is to adhere. I'm going to give you an example of a woman that I'm working with who is coming in and every week there's a check-in and every week you can't tell if she's, that's really what she's eating or if that is untracked. Some days there's 400 calories, 700 calories, 1100, 1700. 200. So when I see a week like that, what do you think I'm assuming? Like I'm assuming she probably ate more than 200 calories in a day and 400 calories kind of thing. And yet every week she's struggling. I'm not seeing results. Well, we need to adhere. Well, this is what I'm doing. Somebody in that scenario, I would, the number one goal is I would increase their food and get them to eat more food because I'm, if, if that in fact is what you're doing, it's no kidding. You're not getting anywhere that type. And, and I see that a lot. You guys, I see that type of inconsistency and then frustrated that you're not reaching your goals, 40 grams of protein a day, which is a fraction of what you need. And if you're coming in the, into the app and doing what you want to do anyway, what you've always done, there's no point in me spending time in there or any coach to be able to help you. You have to have some, you, you know, you got you to gotta kind of meet the coach halfway. So if that is you where it's inconsistent or you're not tracking consistently as a coach, I'm going to give you bad advice and you're going to be frustrated and I'm going to be frustrated. So you got to be transparent. Otherwise you'll get garbage, you know, advice and you'll be, you'll be like, this isn't really working. So be careful of that type of thing and what, and letting yourself get frustrated over and over and over, but you're not really changing your own behavior. Right. So 
if you are in that scenario, work on adherence, trust the process. Nobody, trust me, I'm not trying to make anybody fat here. <laughs> that is not what I want people to, to leave working with me in worse shape than they started. I, I don't want that for you. So the only way to prevent that is if you do your check-ins every week and you learn to make some of the changes. So if somebody had gotten to the point where, yeah, I agree, they're eating, um, let's say you start and we get you at 1700 calories and that seems to work for about four or five weeks. But then, uh, and you're 150 carbs, 50 grams of fat, 160 protein, something like that. And, and we fed you, that's pretty good amount of food. You start to lose a little bit of body fat, you feel better, that's pretty easy uh, macros to adhere to. And then over the course of a few weeks, we don't see many results, but you're a very adherent person. Now, now we can say you have adapted to that diet and those calories. And it wouldn't surprise me that somebody would adapt to that rather quickly. Because if you came to me with 40, 50, 60 pounds to lose, you've been overeating, okay? Like you've been eating too much food. Your body doesn't need that much food. It's not healthy to eat that much food, whether you're eating it a lot, several times or binging and, and restricting. Your body doesn't need to be like, I always say this, you have to remember obesity isn't a body type. Okay. And I'm just saying obesity, cause that's, that's a BMI. I know BMI can, we can throw that out the window, but we know there are health markers that start to go to garbage when your body fat is too high. And that that's not a body type body type is, you know, lean upper body, heavy, lower body, short, wide structure is different. And we, we have all those variety of body types, but we don't need to be an unhealthy, uh, we don't need to to put our have so much body fat that we put our health markers at risk. Now everybody carries different amounts of body fat very naturally. This is you should just be looking out there and seeing that for yourself. It's very clear that some people can seem to live leaner than others, and that's okay. That's part of who we are. Um, so if any of these issues have come up for you where, you are not progressing. We need to work on adherence, okay? So in the case of this person that I've described, with her, with that 1,700 calories, so for me, I'm always trying to help you to keep the food that you have. I would look at things, other things for her than just dropping food. I would look at her workout intensity, I would look at her workout modality. What type is she doing? I would look at her workout duration. I would look at her meal quality. I would look at her meal timing and I would look at her macros. So I don't just go, oh, less food. Oh, that's the answer. And many of you know that. Oftentimes it's like, hey, if you came in at like 17, 1800 calories and you're getting, and you're progressing, and you're just walking, um, then, and you're lifting weights, and you're not really progressing, and I agree, and you agree, we may just say, hey, let's add in two 10-minute hit sessions a week. Leave your food where it is. I think everyone is just like eager to drop food. It's just like, feels like the easiest thing. 
Um, and we can do that. But you have to understand and inside of a fat loss goal, we as a good coach doesn't just drop your food dramatically and increase your workouts intensely. We, we like to uh, kind of use a ladder approach so that you can adhere to it. But I think in the past, sometimes I've probably taken people down too slowly. And so results take longer. And I think we know now that you can, you can safely drop somebody's calories a little bit more upfront, get them results, which is motivating and helps them adhere to the whole program and process and buy in a little bit more, right? Like if, if you're only losing a half a pound a week, but we know safely you could lose a, hundred, uh, a pound and a half or two, my goal is going to get you to be to get you to that higher end, just to help you psychologically and just kind of keep you engaged and motivated. So I have been pushing a little bit harder on that without like, I don't want to break people, uh, but it, it is something that, you know, I really want people to get the results that they came here for as quickly and safely as possible, and then learn to maintain them. So that woman I described with about a 1700 calorie intake, we can change other things, but I would say, yeah, she, that's a pretty good amount of food she probably had been overeating. So 1700, while it wasn't, you know, crazy low, got her to clean things up a little bit and stay consistent, learn to adhere without starving. And now we can start to make some changes and help her progress by changing those things I described. Intensity, modality, duration, her total macros, meal timing and food quality. I've talked about food quality before. A lot of people like if somebody's plateaued, I might look and see, well, your fiber is shit and you know, you're eating 3 bars a day. Let's change that up. And that can help people. So, I know we want it fast. You know what I'm saying? I know we want it. I know I get it. I I do too. I think every time I've gone into a fat loss phase, it's too uncomfortable. It's taking too long. I hate this. I'm hungry. Like I get it, but patience and just work on other things, you know, like instead of just thinking about like how much weight you've lost work on, like, I just got a great Bible study that I'm working on. I got a beautiful new journal that can help me set goals for the year, like other projects, you know, it, when you're just obsessed with that scale and you're forgetting all of the other things you've done for the week and, you know, the ways that your life is changing, you really can lose sight. And I lose people that way. The scariest message I get is the one where people are like, the scale's up. I'm so frustrated. Or the scale didn't move again. I'm so frustrated. No, no. You are proud of yourself. You're proud of yourself. You got to change that today. I am proud of myself because you. this is what you say. I've done everything I'm supposed to do and still nothing. It's like, holy shit, you did everything you're supposed to do. That's awesome. Keep doing that. But if your only measure of success is the scale, you will be miserable. You, you, will, you will be miserable. So the takeaways today are that a true plateau is, is rare. Go back and look at your behavior, look at your macros, and be really, really honest with yourself about where you have, uh, where you have been and the progress that you've made, but also the things that you have slacked on. Like we all do it. 
Okay. But we got it. Like, if you have a goal, that's a lofty goal, you have to do lofty shit. Like you have to, you want to get in the best shape of your life. You have to do best shape of your life shit. You can't do what you did before and complain about the results. And I get it. I get it. Cause sometimes it feels like, but it's so much more, but it's so much better. So you, ha you have to be really, really honest with yourself. And let me tell you something. You take a week off from your diet, you are not going to make progress. You're not. You're, you're going to stall. Okay? You take a week off from the gym, eh, you know, you may, need a you may need a rest week. I don't take those, but like that for whatever reason. But if you take a week off your nutrition, and you bring back in alcohol and it might not hit you that day, but it's going to add up. So that's where we get confused about this plateau that your body adapted to everything. But really I'm telling you nine times out of 10, it's that your behavior changed and you don't even realize it. You have maybe slacked again, week off, you stop tracking your food, but but the beauty of when we work together and you're consistent and I can see everything every week, we will be able to see if that's happened to you and you've hit a plateau. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm the first one, like when the scale doesn't move, I, I look back and I say, what, if, you know, okay. And then I just remember also the way the scale kind of shifts for me is usually it's like, I've said this before, but it'll be like nothing, nothing, two pounds, nothing a pound you know it just it's not it's not this perfect thing and remember the leaner you get the more your body is going to fight back it's going to fight back so you have to be patient and you have to be willing to break through those periods when you want to quit because what's going to happen if you sabotage yourself because you think you've plateaued well now you've really screwed yourself over and i i read that message a lot too like I was so mad and then I went out to dinner and I said, screw it. Well, now you really are in a bad situation and now you really, you know, and then, and maybe that led to a whole weekend of overeating. Well, now, now you're really <laughs> screwed. So you got to stop doing that and just keep pushing through those walls. Remember, I've said this before. It's not if it's going to get hard. It's just when, when it's going to, when you're going to have challenges that slow you down. It's not like, oh, maybe it's like they're coming. They're coming. I'm, trust me, you're, you're going to want to quit. You're going to hate it. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel like it's not working. You're going to feel like, you want it to go faster. Just all the things are going to, they're, they're, they're ahead of you. So when they come, you have to remember to tell yourself that that's okay. I just have to stay the course and keep doing what I'm doing and, um, and be real honest with yourself. And if you can do those things and understand this concept of a plateau, which is very important, I want you to like grasp that, that concept that I've described in this. I hope you've taken notes but remember, stay the course, trust the process, do not sabotage yourself if you feel like you have hit a plateau, we'll work through that and be real accountable and look back over your week. And I'm, I bet if you think you've hit a plateau, you'll be able to see some areas where you could have dialed it in a little bit better. So um, you guys have the best day ever.
and thanks for listening you guys. Bye.